Hi, this is Libby. And this is Roberta. And we're on Art Blog Radio. Today we're talking with Amir Mark Lyles, and he lives in a house in Germantown. But to call it merely a house is somewhat misleading, since he's part of a complex organism, a web of love that includes Lyles' life partner, Naima Patterson, and their five children. Uh, They all live together in a little row house, just two stories, and it's crowded with art. Just like Amir's artwork is thoroughly DIY and somewhat outsidery, so is how they bring up their children, how they live their lives, and how they market Amir's art. So we like the mix that you do of art, painting, sculpture, mm-hmm. um, the textures that you put in your work. Mm-hmm. Uh, can you tell us a little bit about uh, how you came to making art that's like this? Um, just by some of it, by chance, some of it... Uh, we call ourselves in our gallery, our business, Sun Art, which stands for something out of nothing, a revolutionary talent. Oh. So a lot of the things I'll, I'll just find, I'll start a painting and just kind of sit back and look at it. And the texture and things come from the lack of just knowing how to actually approach it and paint this to make it look like this. So it's like, well, why don't I just put this on there? And there it is. And sometimes it works. Sometimes I'll paint over it. And then you'll have, like, maybe a texture of some string or paper. I Naima guess. was telling us about some of the brick dust uh-huh. that you... From uh, down in the basement. Uh-huh. It's, like, always dusty and crumbly down there. So I'll sometimes, when I want a sandy kind of gritty texture, I'll just scoop some of that up and mix it into painting. So that's it, almost autobiographical right in a way. You're uh-huh. putting some of yourself right. literally into right. the painting. Uh, yeah, there's a lot of me. uh have this beard and... It gets in a lot of the paintings, so <laughs> there's a lot of me in the work, like literally. Literally, golly. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so did you go to art school? I went to an arts-based uh, high school in New York. I didn't finish high school. High school was a really fun experience, uh, uh, a bit too much fun. <laughs> so... Um, I missed out on a lot of learning. Like I look back now, I'm like, man, I should have been paying more attention or I should have been in that class. So I have to pull a lot from what I've seen, what I've heard, and what I see now just like uh, through the Internet. Oh, I just wanted to add that Amir does do a lot of research. So, you know, in being self-taught, he really does teach himself how to do some things. I mean, he'll go on YouTube maybe for technique or certain suggestions or ideas, but he also has a lot of art books and he studies very thoroughly, you know, his favorite artists. So who are your favorite artists? Uh, well, number one is my older brother, Richard Toller. He's a, a Harlem-based artist. He's like my number one main influence artistically. Um, Outside of him, I would say Romeo Bearden. Uh, I've recently fell in love with Picasso (laughs) as of late. Oh, yeah, I Um, saw something that looked Picasso-ish. Okay. (laughs) um, Sometimes, even when I'm painting, if I'm doing a portrait, like sometimes I really get tired of doing portrait. If I could use a stick figure and still make the same point, that I think that's... uh, um, just kind of shows, I think, more creativity to make your point, not without the photorealism kind of looking things. And just because um, 
kind of distracted from art itself, like brush strokes and lines, and it's like, oh, just take a picture then if you want it that real. But I like um, when uh, it's almost cartoony, kind of abstract, elongated, and there's still emotion, there's still this feeling, and you still see, you know, oh man, he sat there and painted that. As I look around, and we're sitting in uh, their living room, and there's art all over the walls. A lot of it has a political content, and it's an African content. Right. Some of the uh, pieces of art are cut out pieces of wood in the shape of the continent of Africa. So right. can you speak to your content? It was pretty much, it was born out of a, just an idea of um, doing something, uh, just not the square box kind of a piece for someone's uh, house. Um, of course, we, we're definitely uh, African-centered-minded people, and uh, the idea just kind of came to me to do it and see how it would come out, and I just kind of stretched it into a series, uh, a pretty much an ongoing series. It's like whenever I get an idea or image in my head that would fit on the Africa shape, it'll just get added to that collection of work. But uh, it was new. It was something fun. Uh, so which was the first one you made? The first one was a gift for a nameless cousin, uh, Noni. It was a wedding present. I'm so thankful for uh, her and that wedding and that uh, inspiration because it really got me, started me. I hadn't been painting, and it came to mind. I was like, oh, I could paint uh, a painting of Noni. It was a painting of her and her then fiancé on the beach and it was just a nice uh, portrait. I was like, okay, I'm gonna try this. I don't know why. <laughs> and it's like halfway through, I was like, why did I try this? I can't do this. <laughs> These acrylic paints are crazy, they don't flow. So it was a lot of learning. It taught me a lot and uh, I wish I could have that painting back so I could rework it. I did actually <laughs> once and uh, she has it and I love it and I'm so just thankful for that whole experience in time. <laughs> a lot of your work has points to it. You're trying to say something to uh -huh. people. Who do you have in mind that when you're thinking of what you want to say? Who, who are you saying it to? I do think about my children a lot in uh, imagery that I will do, and children in general. They're always here, they're present, their friends are always here. There's a piece that I have in the next room, uh, it's called Please Don't Shoot Up the Place. Then it's a portrait mostly of Jimmy Cliff, the character he played in The Harder They Come. He's, uh, he's standing there in his uh, gangster kind of pose and he has these two guns and, and they're tiny guns. More, more like a shadow of the guns in his hand. You can tell, and I felt like, okay, that's enough. I don't need to emphasize and shine these guns up and make, I don't need to, that's not what the paint, the paint is about, please don't do this. So I don't want to bring that attention to the guns. So in saying that, it's like when uh, I think about children, these images, my children are going to see them first, then wherever these paintings may go out in the world, I don't want to send that kind of a negative message. The guns and the violence and the, if it's misogyny or whatever it is, it disrupts the artwork and the fun and the life, you know, which is the goal. Of I think about people in general. I think about definitely the African-American community. I kind of set out to do this fine art that still spoke to us African-Americans. My goal is to really create this fine art that we can have, uh, find ways to make it affordable, find ways to get it to the people, create dialogue, and, and definitely learn from it. So uh, definitely African-American community is always on my mind. 
Let's talk about music for mm -hmm. a minute. Yeah. Sitting right behind you are a series of what look like African drums. Yeah. Do you play? I play somewhat, a little bit. We all kind of do. All play. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Is this the family drum set here? Um, it, it gets like that sometimes. The neighborhood drum set at you know summertime. People will come. They'll, their friends will come and pull them out and uh, kind of just jam out. But uh, it's just part of our culture as uh, Rastafarian people. Uh, and that liberty, you know, drumming is a uh, strong part of that liberty. So I definitely came up in that um, from uh, teenage years till now. Do you listen to music when you paint? Yes, definitely. If I'm painting a musician, I'll play their music. Jimi Hendrix, uh, Bob Marley, John Coltrane. Then my children get this music. It's like, it's so funny when they're walking through the house humming a John Coltrane too. It's like... Oh, wow, you got that. That's good. Osmosis. <laughs> or I will um, put together a playlist of songs that kind of have the feel of what I'm trying to express, I guess, within a, in a painting. A lot of reggae, jazz, some uh, rock, African music, uh, Afrobeat. Last time I, uh, I visited you, you, your children were all being homeschooled. I want to know if they're still being homeschooled. They are still being homeschooled, and... That was Naima's idea <laughs> that I actually wasn't really, um, I was like, I don't, I don't know how to teach anybody. So <laughs> a lot of times people, they wonder about uh, socialization and uh, where are they going to get that from? It's like, you know where we live? We live on a block and there are lots of children and all usually right on our porch. It's like, that's. The easy part. The world is always going to be there, but what you can instill and kind of to know that they have a sense of identity of so who they are before they go out in the world. School is always going to be there. Uh, higher education is what we strive for. We can prepare them for that. Even though our children are here and they're homeschooled and they have their friends who go out to school no matter what school they go to. They go to charter schools, private schools, African-centered schools, and the stuff we still have to filter out. It's like, no, you can't talk like that on our porch. No, you can't eat that on our porch. Don't bring that. You know, it's just like all that outside influence. And it's like, I always, it always cracks me up when people wonder about uh, their socialization. I'm like, are you kidding me? I'm trying to desocialize these people. <laughs> How about a, a religious community? Is there a community of Rastafarians in oh, Philadelphia? Oh, yeah, there are. Plenty. We participate in what is known as the EABIC, which is Ethiopia, Africa, Black International Congress, the Church of True Salvation. And um, I haven't been so active uh, pretty much because I'm trying to focus on uh, getting this art career launched and just keeping those worlds kind of separate for now, although I do definitely have ideas of... Um, images of series that, I mean, it's a beautiful culture, uh, lots of color, lots of energy. So it's like, I'm just waiting for the right point when it spews out of me. It's been building for a while. Because Amir knew that he was going to kind of step back a little bit and focus more on the artwork. And, you know, there are people who kind of don't really want such secular, even though Rastafari is not a religion itself, it's a lifestyle, but there are people who bring religious aspects to it. Um, and Amir didn't want to cause confusion for people or, or stress for people who want to support him but don't really think it's appropriate to have it inside that element, that community. 
But what Amir did do before he kind of stepped back a little bit is he painted a beautiful Africa painting that is housed in the Philadelphia Tabernacle that is known actually worldwide. And we've met people at different places we've been and they say, you painted that? Oh, I have. Somebody said, oh, that's my screensaver on my phone. Oh, that's my computer, you know, or oh, so-and-so showed me a picture of this from, you know, all these places. So if they come here to the, the tabernacle for the DABIC, they see his painting. There's actually a small um, version of yeah. it up there on the wall. Well, we've been talking today with Amir Lyles and his partner, Naima Patterson. Thank you so much for speaking Thank with you. us and having Thanks us in your home. Thanks yeah. for coming. You're you guys are welcome. Art Blog Radio is brought to you by theartblog.org. Thanks to our sponsors, including the Knight Foundation. Also, we want to thank Peter Crimmins, who makes us sound good. He's our editor. And thanks to Eric Biondo for his music. You can download these podcasts at theartblog.org slash radio.